Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 709 and session number 223 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and we're going to do it again here today. And today, I'll just throw it right out there what we're going to be talking about because I get so excited when we get to talk about this right here. And the question is going to be about what is the best way to drive traffic to build an email list, which, by the way, is still very, 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 very important. And if you have not started doing that yet, you probably should. But I'm going to answer that question. Actually, uh, the uh, the message that came in, we're going to hear that because there was a couple of parts to this question, and then I will go ahead and answer them. But before we do, this is the first time I've been back on the mic here. Uh, I usually record probably around three or four episodes, and I batch them. So this way here, I can get into the zone. Well, I'm trying to get into the zone today, and I say try because I've been gone for over a week uh, traveling. I went to San Diego. I spent some time at Pat Flynn's event, which was uh, which is called uh, FlynnCon. Some of you actually came up to me, and uh, we got to shake hands and hang out a little bit, uh, which was kind of surprising, to be honest with you. Uh, when when I was attending this event, I didn't I didn't really think there would be a lot of uh, my listeners there, but I was surprised. There was probably around ten or twelve people, probably twelve, uh, which was pretty awesome. And uh, it was funny. I was sitting there in the audience, uh, just really taking it in. And I, I'm friends with Pat. I'm good friends with Pat, so I got to hear a little bit of behind the scenes as far as like what it was like. And also, I'm taking notes because you know we're having an upcoming event called Brand Accelerator Live. And uh, Pat and I've went back and forth trading notes and kind of talking through certain things. And uh, we are actually going to hop on a call here um, and uh, and go over a few things just because I, I want to hear, you know, what what maybe he did that he wished he would have did differently or any of that stuff. But I was taking notes as an attendee, uh, just listening to some of these amazing speakers that he brought in. He brought in Shailene Johnson. Uh, he brought in Stu McLaren. Uh, so really, really awesome. He had his kids there on stage, his wife. It was pretty cool. Uh, but I learned a lot from just being an attendee and just listening to the business, not just advice, but other people's stories. I always learn from other people's stories. Uh, but then also, uh, just to kind of see again, you know, what people were struggling with in listening to the audience because a lot of our audiences do overlap in a sense. Um, but anyway, I learned a ton. I was excited to attend. It was great. Uh, but I, like I said, I was also taking notes for our upcoming event, Brand Accelerator Live, which by the way, if you have not grabbed your ticket yet, you might want to do so if there's any available. We are getting down to the wire. We do have a small block of tickets available still, depending on when you're listening to this. So if you're still interested, definitely go grab a ticket at brandacceleratorlive.com or at least go get the details, get on the wait list if there is one. And that way there, if there's, if there's any availability of us being able to offer additional tickets, we'll let you know. You'll be the first to know. All right. But I'm really excited about this event. And after just attending Pat's event, it really, uh, it, it showed me the power of community, the power of people and getting together. And there, there's just a, a certain type of energy that, that comes in a room from people being there with the same type of vision. Um, and that's really, really important. And I've done episodes on this in the past, but if you've never been to an event, you, you have to attend one. Now, it doesn't have to be mine, but it would be great if you did, but just an event with the right people. Now, if you go to a really bad event where they're just selling you, every single speaker is trying to sell you something, 
that's bad. Like, I don't like that environment. We're not creating that environment. Pat didn't create that environment. But um, if you're there with the right people, man, oh man, I'll tell you what, you're just energized every single day that you're there. And you really, you zoom out on your business and then you get to zoom in on the areas that are going to give you the most growth and the quickest growth um, by just sitting down and focusing for two full days. So just a lot of, a lot of takeaways that I had from this event, but that's not what this episode's about, but I just kind of wanted to share with you where I've been. The other thing I did is I flew I flew out to uh, Austin, Texas, and I met up with Greg Mercer, uh, Steve Chu, and Mike Jackness, and uh, well, we did a couple of things. Number one, we met up because we wanted to hang out for about three days and just, you know, just hang out and just chill, right? And uh, that's what we did. We rented an Airbnb, and we just kind of hung out, but we also um, had um, our winner from 5-Minute Pitch come in. Um, Kim uh, from Click and Carry, and uh, we sat down with her, uh, and we did a uh, more or less like I guess you would call it like a consulting session where we all just kind of dove into her business and gave some advice, but also worked on some certain areas. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Which actually, by the way, uh, Kim is going to be at Brand Accelerator Live. She told me so. That's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We also played some pickleball. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have played pickleball, but it's a great sport. And I, I'm, from what I'm gathering, it's for older people. I guess I'm older people now. But regardless, if it is. I mean, maybe it is, you still get a heck of a workout. Uh, so the funny thing is, is we got really competitive and then, you know, we made jokes like, you know, yeah, I'm going to get a trainer and, you know, we're going to come back a couple months. We're going to have a tournament and all this. And so I got home and my, uh, my wife actually was looking up. Uh, pickleball courts, and she found one in our neighborhood. I didn't even know that. Um, there's a golf course that I live on, and there's um, some tennis courts, and I didn't realize they had pickleball courts. So I said to my son, who's 21, I said, let's let's get to it. So I've been there just about every day with him, and we've played probably around six games each day, and I'll tell you what, I am drenched in sweat. I come home and uh, jump in the pool and uh, and just relax, but I'll tell you what, I'm actually working out and having fun at the same time. So there's a lot of upside to that. And I'm going to get better so I can go out there and whoop some butt, if you know what I mean, with those guys. But anyway, all right. So let's uh, let's dive in here. I did want to remind you, if you have a question that you want to ask here on an upcoming Ask Scott session, all you have to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. And the other thing is, if you want to share your story with me, and possibly have me share it on the podcast, then all you have to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash story, and then just leave a voicemail there telling me your story. I would love to hear it. That is really where I get a lot of energy from is hearing your story and also sharing it with other TASers. So uh, definitely do that if you want to share your story. All right, now, Before we jump in to the question for today, I did want to give you my random thoughts, and you've heard this before, but I'm going to say it again, and actually, today's topic about building an email list and all that stuff really does lend itself to this, because this actually helped us, all right? We recently had an issue with Facebook, 
Okay. And what happened was is in our page, uh, for the brand that I'm, that I'm talking about here, our page, I believe is around 25,000 ish, something like that. We have a page and a group and, uh, we had someone or some people, I guess, uh, you know, some competition, they went and reported our page to Facebook. And what happened was, is they, Facebook, they didn't completely shut down our page, but what they did is they killed all of our links outbound to our website. So any traffic that was coming from Facebook posts or even just links mentioned on our, on our page, they all basically were interrupted now. They were basically intercepted by Facebook saying like, we're not going to allow that traffic to go there. All right. So, uh, my business partner contacted Facebook, did everything, did all the, you know, went through all the formalities and all that stuff. And, uh, and finally, finally got our links back and active because it was very simple for them to see like, Oh, okay. Like their site is legit, right? Like they can see that just by going there. Um, but you can still have this happen, right? A competitor can come in and make false claims just like they can on Amazon. So what is my, uh, what's my thoughts here? You cannot be channel dependent, period. Like you guys have heard me say this time and time again, and I'm going to keep saying it no matter what channel we are talking about, whether it's a traffic channel or whether it's a sales channel, it's a channel that you do not own. You are really using their land. You're renting their land. Uh, and if they want to be a landlord that says, hey, we don't, we don't want you to live here anymore. Like they can get rid of you. All right. So you are building stuff on rented land. And it's okay if you understand that. But if you build your email list, guess what? you can still communicate with those people. Uh, and that's exactly what we did, right? So we had this issue come up. What did we do? Freaked out a little bit like anyone would did what we could to let Facebook know that, you know, we're legit and we have a legit business and a store and a blog and all that stuff. And then they could see that. But in the meantime, we communicated with our email list. Now, the cool thing is, is because our blog, our website is hosted on our own platform, right? That, you know, we don't own like HostGator, like we don't own that. And yes, they can go down as well. And we've had that happen before. Again, that's why you don't want all of your eggs in one basket. Uh, But for the most part, you know, if we are on a stable hosting platform, we should be pretty good, right? And if we don't have any, you know, black hat stuff going on with our website, then our website should stay live, all right? But because we had our email list, we were able to direct them over to our blog and still have people seeing our stuff, consuming our stuff, buying our stuff, like all of that. But Facebook, that's a traffic channel and it's a social media channel that also drives traffic back. But it's another piece of the business, right? It's another asset, but it's not only, uh, you know, we're not only depending on that one channel. So again, that's why it's so important that you diversify and you build these external assets, uh, whether that's a traffic asset, whether that's a lead track or a, um, like a lead magnet asset, you know, getting someone to join your email list in exchange for something, uh, like all of that stuff, those are super, super important. And that's why we want to focus on that. Yes, we want to have traffic assets. We also want to have revenue assets, right? Different types so we can diversify our business traffic wise and revenue wise. So all of that stuff is what we need to consider. All right. So with that all being said, that's my thought of the week. Don't be channel dependent. 
reminder, all right, please start taking action to start putting these things in place. And again, Brand Accelerator Live is exactly what we're going to be focusing on. Yes, we're going to be focusing on optimizing your current Amazon sales channel, but we're also going to be talking about uh, diversifying outside of that and building traffic and, and building out those assets. And really from there, also allowing you to have more diversification for revenue as well. So again, Brand Accelerator Live is where we're going to be doing that. All right, so that all being said, let's get to the question. I'm going to go ahead and play it, then I'll jump back on. We'll answer it. We'll wrap this baby up, and you guys can get out there and start taking action. What do you say? Let's do this. Hey, Scott. Just have a quick two-part question for you about email lists and best place to have your blogs and so on and so forth. Uh, first question is about building the email list. What's the best way for us to go ahead and promote that? Is it to do a PPE campaign via Facebook? Is it email blast, both, so on and so forth? I have a short email list. So for me to get that engagement that I require in order to do a giveaway per se is going to be a little bit tough. And the other part is where's the best place for the traffic to go? Is it directly to our sales site or should we have a second site with like a personal brand that they should go to and sign up? or a third site that we would make for, you know, blog content and things like that solely or whatever your suggestions are. Thanks, Scott. All right. Well, I love this question. You guys know that. Uh, and uh, I believe the uh, caller, the name is Anthony or Ant, uh, is kind of what I had here as a note. So if you guys are leaving a question, please leave your name. I'd love to call you out or give you a little shout out. Uh, but anyway, let's just, uh, let's go with it. Great question. Yes, there's a two-parter here. And really it's distilled down into what's the best way to drive traffic to build the email list. Uh, and we can talk about those other elements. All right. So the first and foremost thing that we need to understand before we even drive traffic to this thing that's going to get people to raise their hand is who are they? Okay. So we need to know who are we targeting? All right. That's the first and foremost thing that we need to always keep in mind. All right. Now let's just assume that we've got that, right? We've got that. We know that we're going to be able to get people to see this and then from there, raise their hand. Now, where do we find these people? That's the next question. So that's the question that you need to ask yourself. You have this thing that is, is going to get people to raise their hand, or at least you think it is, all right? So now the next question is, where do we get those people to see it? Well, you got to know where your market is hanging out, and I've said this a lot in the past. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it because it's so important, and a lot of people overcomplicate this, okay? The, the easiest place to go, actually, there's two easiest places, okay? There's, we have Facebook. Facebook makes it real easy for us to target people, okay, that are in our market, okay? Instagram, same thing, very easy. Now, your audience might not be on Instagram, so go to Facebook, try that out, or maybe it's YouTube, all right? But I think, I would say 90%, and again, I'm just throwing a number out there, but I would say it's pretty high that most markets, most businesses could probably find their market hanging out on one of those platforms, okay? Facebook or Instagram or both, 
okay? And that's probably where you would start. Now, are you going to to have, uh, or are you going to have to throw money at an ad to get people to see it? Well, yes, okay? And I mean, there's no way around that. Now, how could you do it without needing to advertise? Well, you'd have to hook up with an influencer that already has an audience, but they're probably going to want to get paid for that as well. It might be 25 bucks, might be a hundred bucks, might be a thousand bucks, but you need to decide, is that the right or is that the best use of your advertising dollars? Okay. And as you build this, okay, as you build this list and if it's the right list, you're going to have a lot more leverage for not just selling products, but getting traffic to your home base or your blog. Now, let's talk about that. Where does this reside? Where does where does the collection part reside? And what I mean is, is where do we collect the email addresses? Do we just drive them to a random page? Do we, do we drive it to our blog? Um, here's the simple answer. You want a page that is dedicated to do one thing. Okay. The big mistake I see a lot of people making is they will have their blog or their website. Okay. And then what they'll do is they'll just, they'll put a little, maybe a little box on the right hand side up in the right hand corner and it'll say, join our newsletter or sign up for weekly tips or something like that. And that's it. That's all they got. Okay. And, uh, the thing is, is if you drive people to that page, but yet, that thing is really small and then there's other options, click here, um, you know, look at your menu and people can click on that or maybe people are going to start reading a post and then go to another post. That thing that you want them to do is not necessarily in their face, okay? We need to make sure that, especially if we are driving traffic to this page, we want this page fully uh, optimized for what we want it to do. All right, so a perfect example is the contest model, okay? And we, we've we done this, we continue to do it, I'm a fan of it. Again, you have to have the right offer to the right market or the right, you know, the right audience, okay, to get the right amount of, t- of attention, okay? Again, if you put something out there that's just random, like, hey, win this iPad, right? And you get a whole bunch of people to raise their hand, but it's not really related to your bass fishing thing, right? It's just people want to win an iPad. And that, that's where people make the mistake. So I always say you want to make sure that that offer is, is really, really good. So again, the ultimate bass fishing kit, okay? That there would have a page that would show everything on it, okay? And then from there, they're going to go there. They're going to go, okay, there's this much time left before we pick the winner. So one important thing there is on that page, you want like a countdown, right? So if there's seven days, 20 hours and 22 minutes left, it's going to continually tick down. People want to know that there's going to be a date that this thing is going to be selected. So you want that on there. All right. So that's the first and foremost, you have that on the page. Then you have the actual items or the bundle that you're giving away. You want a picture of that. So this way here, people can see exactly what they are getting. Then you want to write a little bit about it because some people are going to see the pictures, then see some, some people are going to, you know, read it. Right. And then say the value of the prize. What's the, what's the prize worth, right? So all of this stuff would be on that single page. And then from there, there'd be one option. Okay. Actually two options. You can click off the page and do nothing, or you can put your name and email address in there and hit submit and boom, you've got an entry. All right. And then from there, the magic happens after that. 
And what I mean by that is, is from there, people are going to get um, sent to a thank you page, which is also going to have a way for them to share this to get more entries. And that's how you can really grow that thing. All right. So that's, this is just one way on how you would collect email addresses. But once you have that built, now your, your other question was, where do I host that? I would host it on my website, but I would just make it that that page or that thing is the only thing that they're going to see. I would hide the menu. I would hide any other things that they could click on. If you have ads running on your site, I would basically turn them off for that for that specific page. Um, if you have to, host it on something else then. Don't host it on your website or blog if that's a problem. For most websites, it's not a problem because you can basically say that you don't want any of that stuff. You don't want sidebars. You don't want footers, any of that stuff. You're just going to have a clean page. And we've actually went through this, myself and Chris Schaefer. We did a a full free workshop, which is still available right now, depending on when you're listening to this. If you go to uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list, you can go and see everything. Uh, It's free. Um, There is... Uh, tools that we use. One of them we actually built ourselves called Giveaway Boost, which is a WordPress plugin, which allows you to build these pages quickly. So yes, you know, that's one of our products, but there's also ConvertKit, some other tools that we use. And uh, if you went through our links, yes, you would buy us a cup of coffee, but the actual strategy, we, we show you exactly what we've done pages, we give you examples, how we built that list and everything in between. So again, if you want to see exactly how that was done, uh, you'll get a really, really good understanding for that. And I, I think everyone should go through that just to understand what we're doing here. Now on the backside of that, I mean, we can go on forever here because on the backside of that, where a lot of people make the mistake is they'll just collect emails to try to sell stuff. Okay. That's not going to work. I'm going to tell you that right now. If that's all you're trying to do, not going to work. Now, could you make a couple of sales? Probably but long-term not going to work. Okay. The idea is to get people to raise their hand that, you know, are your market. And then you can communicate with them people on a regular basis. Um, one big mistake too, that people are making is they're not emailing enough. They think, Oh, I'll send one every two weeks, every three weeks wrong, right? You, you do not want to do that. You want to show them that you're going to show up once a week at least, right? And show them that you're going to deliver value. You're going to give them maybe something that happened last week uh, with uh, maybe the bass fishing community, and you're going to spotlight someone, right? Just like I would spotlight someone here that's a that's a, a listener of the podcast, you can do the same thing. Hey, send in uh, you know, a picture of the fish that you caught last week, and we might spotlight you and tell us what rig you used, right? And then your email would be like, you know, uh, uh, how Joey, you know, caught a five pound bass on the, whatever the X 5,000 jig or something like that. And then you could show that. And then guess what? They caught it on your jig that you sell. So you're not like hard selling. You're just sharing a story. All right. So anytime you can share those stories, but again, I can go on and on and on about how important this is, but in a nutshell, to answer this question here today, actually it was a two-parter. Where should you host it? I would host it on my home base, on my website. I call that our home base. That's where everything, that's our, that's our real estate. That's, that's what we control, right? I would not have it on a personal page. Like, you know, like I wouldn't have it on scottvoker.com and my bass fishing blog is over here, right? I wouldn't do that. I'd keep it all together uh, because you never want to personal brand um, yourself as part of that company unless uh, it's, you know, unless you're going to go with the company, it's going to be harder to sell the company. Now you can be the face of the company and then have other contributors. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Um, but anyway, I would keep it 
as the business, right? So the ultimate bass fishing dot com or whatever, right? And then you would have your contest there or your, maybe also you're going to do, uh, maybe it's a PDF where you're going to have, you know, five ultimate tips to win your next bass fish fishing tournament, right? And that's going to be your offer. Then you do a Facebook ad, run it to that page where you're going to offer that guide in exchange for the email address. doesn't have to be just a contest. There's multiple ways that you can do this, right? And, uh, and then I would have that again, that page be like, here's what, here's what you're going to receive. All you got to do is just put in your name and email address. Boom. And a thank you page is going to also let them know what's going to happen next. Check your inbox. We just sent you the PDF. Hey, while I got you, get 20% off all of our bass fishing jigs because, um, we love to reward, our new uh, bass fishing peeps or whatever, right? Like you could do something like that. It's a great way for you to sell something, but you're, it's like really passive. It's like, you don't, it's, you're not, it's not directly like hardcore like sales, but it's at least letting them know you have something for sale. Um, And then that's it. Just go check your inbox. You know, we just, we just sent you the PDF. All right. So hopefully that helped. Again, I can go on and on with this. It's so important. This right here saved our butt um, just recently with the Facebook uh, page issue that we had that was, uh, you know, disrupting our links and pointing and all that stuff. So having that email list is huge and there's so many other benefits that come with it. Um, I do not believe email is going anywhere. If anything, it's going to probably come back even stronger because people are overwhelmed with social media. Their inbox will be less cluttered as we move through this social media world that we're in right now. That's just my thoughts and my beliefs um, on that. And I got a lot of other people that have shared the same thing. I think email is going to be the the new way to get attention because everyone else is out there doing other things. So you might want to jump in on that. It's pretty powerful. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode. If you guys have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. The show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com com forward slash 709. And uh, yeah, if you haven't grabbed your ticket yet to Brand Accelerator Live, here's your little nudge to go do so. If there's any tickets available still, it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for this. If you want more information or if you want to go grab your ticket, head over to brandacceleratorlive.com. Get all the information over there. And I would love to see you in Fort Worth, Texas in September. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you. And I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.